ready. Ready? All right. Get it. Episode 11. Here we are. Ask Eric. Um, last week was a ton of fun. If it was. you didn't have a chance to go listen to that one, listen to it, but even better, go watch the video. Yes. Because, my goodness, um, that game that was a jelly bean, the, what was it called? Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled. But with fire hot ones yes. in there. It does not as well. feel the faint of heart. Yeah. Yeah, one person had to go to the ER. <laughs> no, I'm just poor, kidding. They didn't. Pastor Kitty. <laughs> they didn't, but she was close. Yep. She was close. But uh, this week, episode 11, um, it's a, an, I always say another great question because it is. We, we get some amazing questions, some yeah. challenging ones, and this, this fits the bill of the really challenging one and a, a hot topic in today's culture. So oh, yeah. um, what are your thoughts on the the current movement or, um, I guess, yeah. What are your, I'm kind of rephrasing the question a little bit, but, uh, what are your thoughts on the, the discussion of deconstruction of the church or the deconstructing of the faith? Mm -hmm. So first of all, I would say I'm not into deconstructing the church because we're trying to construct. You're a church planter. A church. Not a church de-planter. Come on, no, not a church deep planter. We're trying to build a building and enterprise. I don't want to deconstruct. I want construction people on property. That's right. To construct it. But you see it like all the time mm-hmm. now on social media. So you jump on uh TikTok especially, you know, and you it's it's a whole hashtag. Man, you just go you can you can go in a rabbit hole for days and all these people talking about what what faith did to them and uh how it hurt them, how the church hurt them. Um what they think is wrong with the church. And I mean, like Mm. they are crazy angry about it. A lot of them. Yeah. And I think that's the key when you start talking about the deconstruction of the church, it, it, I guess it is kind of a movement, but I would say this too, with the, with the whole movement thing is a movement is a group of people going in the same direction. And I don't necessarily know that the, the, this whole deconstruction thing is a movement because they're not all going in the same direction uh, because they all end in different places. Sure. You know, they, because you got some people who are deconstructing the church that end in, uh, okay, I'm an atheist now. I used to believe, but now I don't like, I don't believe in anything right. at all. There's nothing. Um, but then you have other people who are deconstructing the church or deconstructing the faith that go, okay, I still believe that Jesus is who he says he is, but the way the church is operating is not the way it should operate, you know, and you have all these people and all these different thoughts that land in, you know, a million destinations. So I don't necessarily know if it is a movement. I would, uh, can we go back to 2020 and call it a pandemic? <laughs> uh, I'd or, rather not. Or an epidemic. <laughs> epidemic. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it's this whole thought process yep. that that's trendy. If, if I can just be honest, like, I, I yep. think there's something to it. And we're going to get to that, but I think it's trendy. Yep. And I think we live in a culture that hops on trends hundred percent like all the time. So mm-hmm. if you're bad mouthing something, I'm a bad mouth it, you know, because yep. now, now I've got a voice and a microphone and we'll comment on each other's posts and we'll build each other up. And then everybody else will see it because you commented on mine. I shared yours, you shared mine, yep. you know, and here we are on this trendy post. Hey, my post is trending. Yep. You know, and so some of this, I'm I'm looking at it. I'm going. I mean, do you really yeah. feel the way that you feel, or are you just trying to get famous? That's as right. far as like TikTok, um, but I think there are like reasons to deconstruct stuff. And that, so what's interesting to me is um, 
like if you start looking at the people who are leaving the church right now, mm-hmm. uh, it, primarily the highest percentage of people leaving the church right now are millennials. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is because, okay, I saw something in church that didn't go well, and now I don't want to be a part of it. You know, And, and I think that happened before in a, a previous generation. Sure. But our previous generation, when they went through hard times, they were going, you know what, we're going to figure that out. We're going to work through that. We're, we're, going, we're going to figure out a solution. We're going to, but what we do as millennials, you know, and I'm an elder millennial. I don't so, know where you rank in that. I'm I think just, I'm right on the border, so I try to disassociate myself with millennials. That. No, generally, I'm a, a I'm early '84, so I'm like okay, right yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, no, I'm late '84. Yeah. I'm November. Yep. Right. So yeah. that's so late. we're right there. Yeah. So yep. we're elder millennials, according to the years. Yep. We're elder millennials, so we we got the best of both worlds. You know how to play outside, and you know how to play video games. That's it. You know how to work a computer. I even know how to use a pager. Yeah, pager. Come yes. on. Yep. Back in the beep beep. Yep. <laughs> you know, you did all that. I did. Like the StarTac phone when it came out and you flipped it open, you pulled up your antenna. It was 100%. like, man, that was awesome. Yep. But you still knew how to play the Sega. I still have a Genesis, Sega. right? So yep. at that point, it was like, it, so we all know all that. But what we're really good at doing, this whole millennial generation, is uh, just giving up when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's like, I just don't want to be a part of that. Right. So before we start talking about deconstructing the faith in the church, I think people deconstruct relationships all the time. Oh, I don't like that one. I'm just going to get out of it. 100%. You know, or I don't like her. This My marriage is going bad in this area. So instead of working on it, I'm just going to get a new one. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that there's a side of this whole deconstructing faith where people just want to point out problems and then want to jet and get out and mm-hmm. not want to be a part of solving anything. Yep. But then there's a whole nother side of people who are deconstructing the faith and going, no, 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 I still believe in everything. I still believe there's hope in the church and I want to help. I just want to make sure somebody knows that there's a problem. Yep. And that's fine, I think. But to be honest with you, you ain't got to, if, if you love the church, um, you're a follower of Jesus and you love the church, you don't have to look really hard to see that there's problems with the church. Sure. You know, and how yeah. how we, as as humans, flawed humans, run the church, sure. right? You don't have to look very hard for that because you got people falling left and right all the time yeah. and doing stupid stuff because they didn't set boundaries and all that. Yeah. Um, and that hurts people. Mm-hmm. So now you got all these hurt people that are coming now, deconstructing the faith, going, I don't believe in it anymore. Because there was a time where people read the Bible, believed the Bible, acted on the Bible and the church was the standard of morality to where I don't necessarily know that we're doing a great job as the church, the capital C church as being a standard of morality. Mm -hmm. Cause we'll say things on a stage or on a platform one Sunday, you know, about how you should live. And then two months from now you see on a headline that, Oh, I didn't live this thing out. You know? So I'm, I'm this hypocritical type of a guy. No wonder that pushes people away. You know, so, I mean, I would say that there's probably some uh, something that we need to learn from this whole deconstruction thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also say that there's something that, that, that I want to speak to anybody who's in that mind frame. Because you don't have to post on social media and be a part of the hashtag deconstruct the faith or deconstruct the church or whatever. Um, you don't have to be a part of that to have that mentality. That's right. 
because you can see a problem at a local church and go, you know what? I, yeah, I see the problem. I don't like it. I'm going to leave. Or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay, hey, here's the problem. Have we addressed it? Why, why is this an issue? Can I help you? Yep. Like, I have some things. I have some thoughts. I have some, you know? And, and I think that's the power right now is you don't have to be on social media a part of this movement, if you will, uh, to actually have the same thoughts. Yep. So I think that's where I want to speak on. Uh, and I think it all really boils down to what you put your confidence in. Mm-hmm. Because I know right now we're in this election season, you know, like you, you voted a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that brings up a whole new you know, podcast, if you will. Yep. I know we got a question on that we too. Do. We yep. probably should hit. Yeah. Uh, but it brings up this whole other emotion of okay, who should I vote for? Why should I vote for them? And then you got relationships that are going. Oh, you're Democrat. I'm Republican. You're Republican. I'm Democrat. Oh, I don't like you anymore. You believe in. You're not for. You know. And and it's just this. Oh. And if we're not careful, we'll believe that the people we vote into office have the power to actually change everything. And to be honest with you, they don't. Nope. They don't. I mean, and you can you can judge me, you know, and I love America. Like we live in the best country around. 100%. But the the leaders in our country don't have the power to run the country. Right. Like they don't. And if I put my faith in that, guess what? They're going to let me down every single time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if 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 they're in my political party or not in my political party. Right. They're going to let me down. Yeah. And the same is true in marriage. Like you get let down by your spouse. You let your spouse down. Yep. You know, you let your kids down. Yep. Your kids let you down. Yep. Like we live in this constant state of everybody failing around us. Right. So that's the whole Psalm 146 thing. Psalm 146, three, it says, don't put your confidence in powerful people. Right. So that word confidence, if you got a Bible, circle it. Right. So there's no help for you there. I love how it says that mm-hmm. when they breathe their last, they return to the earth and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord, their God. So it's this whole idea of where do you put your confidence? Because if, if you came, we were talking about this earlier. If you came to me and you said, Hey, I think you should uh, divorce Cheyenne. And by the way, I didn't say that. No, but, you yeah. did not say that. <laughs> <It's a> hypothetical <laughs> conversation. You would not be sitting here. Uh, <laughs> that, that to me, Okay, that means that I have to place so much more confidence in my relationship with you and your opinion that wipes the last 15 years of our life that me and Cheyenne spent together, Yep. right? That wipes it out. And for me to go, you know what, I'm going to place my confidence there mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to believe that and we're going to go file for a divorce. Yep. That's essentially what people are doing when they're deconstructing the faith is they're looking at leaders who failed them they're looking at institutions because it's not just the church. Like I mean, pe- people are deconstructing everything. There, there's so many conspiracy theorists right now yep. when it comes to the government. Yep. I mean, it, it's crazy. And I'm not saying that some of them ain't true and aren't true. Like, right. don't give, that's a whole nother podcast too. Yep. But I, I feel like we're deconstructing everything that has any sort of authority in it at all. Any right? sort of flaw, you just expose any. it and go crazy on it. Yeah, the news. Mm-hmm. Like people talk bad about the news all the time, yep. like especially right here, WTVY, right? You'll you'll see them post something, and there'll be three hundred comments, and two hundred fifty of them are like, "Why would y'all post something like that? Why would why would you do something?" And it's like people just want to talk negative about the things that they have no control over. Yeah, 
And, and I think that's where we get in trouble because when it comes to this whole deconstruction of anything, the government, church, media, whatever, um, you can deconstruct in, until you're blue in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go down a rabbit hole of deconstruction and never come out of it. And what happens is you get to the end of this is what's wrong with, this is why we shouldn't, this is why we shouldn't go there, this is why we shouldn't believe in that. What happens is you get to the end of your deconstruction with no hope, with all forms of cynicism, right? And so bitter that you look up at life and you go, man, this this ain't fun at all. Nope. You know, and I think that's what my thoughts are on the deconstruction of the church. Should it happen? I mean, it's happened before. And I think we've gotten better because of it. Yeah. You know, the whole Reformation thing and all of the whole like Martin Luther type situation, although that didn't go a hundred percent well, like you you've got you've got movements. Mm-hmm. When you study church history of people looking at the church and go, you're doing that wrong. You don't need to do that like that. Right. And then out of that is this whole other way of doing church that actually has helped and grown the kingdom. Right. So I think there is some like from a leader from a pastor of the church that there's some value in listening to people and what they think is wrong mm-hmm. with. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm not going to listen to that if it's filled with you being a cynic and yep. you being arrogant, Hundred percent. you know, and I know I was called that not too long ago, but at the end of the day, like here, here's the thing. I'm going to believe this, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me arrogant. That makes me stable. Because I can take any form of my life. And if I just start jumping on bandwagons, that is the definition of instability. Right? So I get mm-hmm. pulled a million different directions. The Bible says it's like you're, you're not mature, so you get tossed like the waves. Yep. And when it comes to the deconstruction of the faith, I think that's where most people are. And I don't mean that in a bad way or a mean way. I just think your mind got so focused on something else, you put your confidence in something else, and therefore what you used to believe, you no longer believe, not because you don't believe it, but because you don't have confidence in it. Yep. You know, and there's a side of the church that I'm going you might not should have confidence in because there's a whole bunch of leaders falling right now, left and right, all over the place. Right. But just because one person fails at something or but just because one pastor goes down or one church does that, it don't mean that I stop believing in what God's already written. Nope. Right? You're going to fail me. Yep. At the end of the day, that's what it says. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. Right? I tell our church all the time, don't listen to me. Go read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? This, this is what I think. Go read it for yourself. Yep. Right? Don't put your confidence in me because I can fail you, but put your hope in the Lord. Right? That's where your stability comes from. That's where the joy comes from. And I got a feeling that you got all these people trying to deconstruct all this stuff that have no joy. And all they have now is they're just typing. Yeah, the more that cynicism grows, the less your joy grows. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, the whole time we've been talking, the this whole chink in the armor keeps popping in my head and you think, you know, you're surrounded by the armor of God and you're, you will get chinks in it over time. You know, you may see something wrong in the church or mm-hmm. uh, something that you'd like, you know, to see done better and whatnot. Instead of just letting that 
that chink open up and that the enemy will take advantage of that real quick okay. and just and next thing you know he's you know you've got cynicism filters on everything yep. in your eyes and ears and then the next thing is a little bit easier to mm -hmm. to attack you and kind of kind of filter through that cynicism and it gets thicker and thicker mm -hmm. and um but being solution oriented is kind of what you're speaking to at the end of the day instead of you know and it, that's always been my mantra I, I always like to be a solution oriented mm -hmm. optimist you yeah. know like i see flaws just like anybody else does but instead yeah. of just saying oh i'm fed up with that or complaining about something i give give you all the right in the world to complain about something absolutely if you're willing to get in and get your hands dirty yeah. and help be part of the solution mm -hmm. but if you're not being a part of the solution and then you're just you're just spitting off of the mouth, mm -hmm. basically. You know, which and, we have a culture that loves that, right? And that's where this whole movement comes from. I mean, and at the end of the day, we have platforms that are designed for that, right? So I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, right? But you have to be not, and I don't. You you spoke to the whole arrogance thing. I mm -hmm. think it's conviction. You have to be convicted in your in your yeah. faith and your foundation. And if you choose to not believe that, then that's fine. You know, mm -hmm. we we talked previously in, in the last couple podcasts ago about agree to disagree or agreeing yeah. on the minors or disagreeing on the minors. And as long as we agree on the majors, we're good. Absolutely. We can have those conversations, mm -hmm. but at some point, if we're just going to butt heads, then we're going to agree to disagree and I'm going to stand on my convictions mm -hmm. and you're going to stand on yours. Yeah. But, um, and that's okay. Yep. And, and I, I guess here's where I would end with the, the deconstruction of the church and faith type of a situation. It, it if, uh, and you're not going to believe this if you don't. We, we talked about this, I don't know how many podcasts ago, about a worldview. Yep. Right. We were talking about dinosaurs. I think that one, like the, you've got to have a biblical worldview. And if you don't, then you're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. Um, but this is my conviction. Mm -hmm. And this is where I stand. And uh, there, in the Bible, there's one thing that God promised to build and that he would never let fail. And that's the church. Mm -hmm. And if we are followers of Jesus trying to deconstruct what God promised to build that would never fail, mm -hmm. then we're on a losing platform all the way around. If there's not some form of reconstruction in our mind, right? So if we're, if we're at this place of, of, just trying to deconstruct to tear everything down to get to nothing at the end, well, then you're left with nothing. But if we're trying to deconstruct from the point of going, hey, we can do this better, yep. then you're left with something that's incredible after the fact. For sure. And, uh, and I'm just, I guess, too dumb to believe anything different than what God's already said, that he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Yeah. So all the things in my life that I, that I sacrifice time, energy, and effort for, God doesn't promise to build all that. He doesn't. Yeah. He promises to build the church. So if we're deconstructing the faith so that the faith gets better, there's a better way to do that. Here's boundaries. Here's how we work in that. Here's, here's how we take care of leaders of churches that are, that are morally failing right now. Here's how we make sure that we put on the armor of God like you talked about so that we can withstand all that. If we're trying to deconstruct it to make sure that there's accountability so that we can make sure that people don't do just whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it, like I'm all for all that. Yep. But if we're deconstructing it just to get rid of it, I mean, you're fighting a losing battle right there yep. because he said he's going to build the church. 
and the gates of hell will not prevail. Well, the gates of hell are probably a little bit more powerful than your keyboard typing, your your Instagram posts, mm-hmm. your um, TikTok videos, your hashtags. Like the gates of hell is probably a little bit more powerful than that. 100%. So if God promised to build the church, then I'm all about deconstructing in hopes of making it better. Yeah. Because that's how it's been for generations and generations and generations before is we've gotten better, right? I think right now, just with the massive amounts of media and news, um, we're struggling. So I think this is why it's important for us to listen to some of these thoughts mm-hmm. on why people don't believe anymore or why people are leaving or I believe in Jesus still, but I don't believe in the church. Like, I think that's important because we can work on that. Um, But at the end of the day, I just want to challenge you too. if you're the one deconstructing. um, Make sure you don't go down the rabbit hole so far that you get so bitter and you become a cynic. And there's no hope in your life for anything. Yeah. Because if it's the church, well, when you get to the place where you think you've defeated the church, then you're going to focus it on the government. When it's to the government, you're going to focus it on relationships. You're going to focus it on marriage. You're going to focus, and then you're going to get to the end of your life and look around and go, "What have I built?" All I did was tear it down. All I did was tear it down the whole entire time, mm. and I don't think that's what God wants for you. No, you know whether you believe in the church, whether you believe in Jesus. I believe. I mean, like. The Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. But he came to give life. You know, and I love that. Like, what is it, ultimately, what is your confidence in? Because if you're leaving the faith because people failed, well, I mean, yeah. did you really have it to begin with? Yeah. You know, no. were you really bought in to begin with? No. Yeah. Because if I truly believe something, it really doesn't matter what anybody else says. This is what I believe. Yeah. Right? So if you fail, that's fine. I'm going to keep going because this is what I believe. So don't put your confidence in powerful people, right? But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper whose hope is in the Lord. And I love that. And if that's where we are when we're talking about deconstructing, then our hope is in God anyway to build this church. Hey, can we help make it better in the society that we live in? Yeah. Because, man, what I mean how attractive is couples who are married, who are God centered and focused and, and who fight and who have issues, but who are sold out and committed to each other. And how attractive is that in a, in a world that we live in where you've got, you know, men who are not willing to commit to a woman that they've already had a kid with, how insecure can, can she feel right now? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, she may not tell you that, but how insecure does she feel? You know, and you got all of these people in our culture looking at the church as a moral compass. Like if we can deconstruct the church to go, how can we get back to living out what we actually believe and and be that moral compass again, then I'm all for that. Yeah. But don't go so far that you have nothing at the end, that you've tore everything down. Boom. It's good. There we go. I think about the uh, at the 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 house project that we're working on, and you know it's it's reconstruction, it's, it's revitalization. Mm-hmm. And there's our new hashtag. Yeah, and I love demo day like the best of them. But we even prayed over the house before we did it. I yeah. said, I'm going to beat you up a little bit, but I'm going to put you back together, Come on. and it's going to be better. At the Come end. on, so that's good. Um, well, I think that puts a good bow on the uh, the topic of deconstruction yep. in uh, week. Uh, I'm sorry, episode 11. So there thanks again for another one.
Right. And uh, now we are available on all audio channels too. Ooh. That was a big win. So come on, you listen to me while we run Spotify's and uh, the Apple podcasts and uh, everywhere that you can podcast. There's like a dozen of them. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know that, but yeah. there's nothing more encouraging while you are about to die from a lack of <laughs> oxygen than listening to my voice. Uh, it's going to be it incredible. Try. Give it a try. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Let us know in the comments how it goes for you. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Episode 12. See you. See you.